हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 15 ऑर्गेनाइजेशनल स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ अर्बन लोकल बॉडीज एंड वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग आवर टॉपिक 74th अमेंडमेंट एक्ट 1992 द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल डायरेक्टिव टू द स्टेट to take steps to organize village panchayats and endow them with such powers and authority as many as necessary to enable them to function as units of self government was followed more in breach than in observance notwithstanding that many unit states did good work in many respects urban local bodies that they were more fortunate that they were in place and they got men- mentioned in the state list of the seventh schedule as item number 5 which reads local government that is to say the constitution and powers of municipal corporations improvement trust district boards mining settlements authorities and other local authorities for the purpose of local self government or village administration though article 40 enjoys all levels of government to do their bit in organizing village panchayats and endowing them such powers as enable them to function as units of self government it was therefore respected of the state legislatures and the state governments to constitute and empower by legislation the local bodies so that they could act as the unit of self government while municipal acts and municipal bodies were already in existence from the time before independence much in the same way as today with little more autonomy and few more core functions and relatively more funds in the 50s and 60s the rural local bodies were generally at the district level or at most sub district level though panchayats were desired by royal commission on decentralization and provincial legislation poured in for constitution of village panchayat after government of india act 1919 a little before independence after resumption of power by the indian leadership in 1946 most of the provinces remodeled their village panchayat acts with a view to conferring more powers and functions however there was not much concrete unit until balwant rai mahata team constituted as a part of larger committee on community development and national extension service in 1959 suggested a democratic structure for people's participation to make the implementation of these program more effective 
reasoning why local bodies have become weak and are not able to perform effectively as vibrant democratic units of self-government. The statement of objects and the reasons made at the time of induction of 74th Amendment Bill mentions three facts, failure to hold regular elections, prolonged suppressions and inadequate devolution of powers and functions. The amendment sought to put on a firmer footing the relationship between the state government and the urban local bodies with regard to the functions and taxation powers and arrangement for revenue sharing, ensure regular con conduct of election and timely elections in case of supersession, and provide adequate representation for weaker sections like dual caste, dual tribe and women. It is in this background that we are supposed to address in this piece on functions transferred to urban local bodies in the wake of 74th Amendment to the Constitution and adequacy of resources transferred to perform these functions. Now let us discuss basics of local governance. There are some set of Panchilas concerning the elements of self, local and urban, which are as follows. The first is principle of democracy in structure. Here we underline the, an important axiom of a people are not just interested in the product, however it is provided. They very much wish to be part of the process of decision making. It is not a matter about what is gained, but also how what is gained is gained. It is no surprise that in recent general elections, issues of local development found vocal expression. It means the members and chairperson of local governing bodies should all be elected once, no matter how the chairperson is elected. The matter whether we should have party-less democracy or party-based democracy should not detain us here. Local bodies that have to take care of several bodies and several levels like district planning committee and metropolitan planning committee has to be as representative as possible. It means that members of these bodies should be from amongst the elected representatives with selected people as support. Democracy believes that people have enough common sense to make decisions. Public decisions are too serious a matter to be left with the non-elected experts. The second is principle of autonomy in functioning. Local government have been subject to so many restrictions on financial side, world over if not on functional side. 
there is mismatch between the rights and duties duties cast upon them are much larger than rights they have over resources even if the gap is bridged through transfers from the higher levels it is often not as a matter of right but only in terms of grants and loans besides the fiscal areas there are always some bodies to appraise approve sanction in the beginning inspect or monitor in the middle and audit at the end their tax efforts are circumscribed by so many limitations in form of rates procedures and ceilings however functional autonomy has little meaning if there is not enough financial independence the third one is principle of fraternal feeling the point is that we look forward to cooperate with fraternal units in larger interest of the total community even if we have to suffer temporarily a bit if the units are not having the same capacities but the two units feel that both the units should enjoy the same level of consumption of certain goods the resources may have to be transferred from the more per- prosperous to the lo- less prosperous while redistribution is a major responsibility cast upon the modern government the units cannot continue to enjoy transfer of resources the resentment from the more prosperous is likely to erupt some would point out its impact on efficiency too while others would point out non fiscal transfer of resources from one unit area or jurisdictions to another we should note that in all the multi habitation polities there will always be need for equity transfer from some units to another though the seta of habitations cannot continue to be the same the fourth one is a principle of diversity in preferences as a human being we are very similar and in very broad terms our needs may be quite similar but our geography history and culture make us choose some very different goods this may be true of public goods as well we have long been suggested a division between the national public goods and local public goods we may note that many commentators point out towards variation or differences in the seta of functions across different states between ruler and urban and between different levels of municipal governments as if uniformity in itself is a desirable attribute in all cases this confusion arises because of their impatience for summary statistics diversity 
is too easily confused with disparity. The fifth one is principle of heterogeneity of units. Size of our states vary from 6 lakh to 16 crore. That of union territories varies from 70,000 to 130 lakh and of cities within the category of urban habitations. The range varies from a few hundreds to several millions. We may have a district of 2 lakh and also a 20 lakh. Our states had taken due notes of such diversity and their acts could be seen as differential products. Our politicians and bureaucrats while drafting and reviewing the amendment bills had wisdom to take cognizance of the fact and provided a lot of flexibility to the state legislatures in devolving or delegating functions to a particular category in their respective states. In India, there are around 3,700 urban local bodies with 100 corporations, 1,500 municipal councils and 2,100 nagar panchayas. Besides 56 cantonment boards, a kind of extra constitutional body. The fifth scheduled areas in Assam, Meghalaya, Tripura, Mizoram has been excluded from the operation of 73rd and 74th amendments under the state legislation. The parliament has to first extend the provisions through legislation. While the parliament has passed legislation in respect of ruler local bodies in 1996, it has yet to act to extend the provisions of urban local bodies. As a result, in the states of Mizoram and Union territories of Dadar and Nagar Haveli, no municipal bodies exist. In Meghalaya, the municipal act is still under consideration. In Jammu, Kashmir and Sikkim, the municipal acts have been passed rather late. No place seems to have been declared urban in Arunachal Pradesh. In all these states under popular demand or as a populist measure, some Nagar panchayats recently in Haryana have been de- Elsewhere, which means in all large states the Conformity Act were passed before the deadline of June 1, 1996, except Bihar and Pondicherry, municipal bodies have been constituted though there were cases of serious delays elsewhere for the first set of elections. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.